5: Top of the morning to you. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas, Circa Resort, Casino. By the way, a heads up for tomorrow, Thursdays with the Maestro. Mike Palm's going to be oh. in studio along with Derek Stevens the entire hour, the final hour of, today, of tomorrow's program, 9 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Pacific. And guess what? They are going to announce the rules. For the Circa Million and, well, the Circa Survivor this year. We're going to go over can't everything wait. with them at that time tomorrow.
6: Yes. Can't and, wait.
5: Yep. And uh, college football win totals were also released this week. DraftKings, Kings, great job putting these up. The Let's start with the bottom feeders. I mean, this is really something else. I can't recall ever a year where five teams have a win total below two. Ever. <laughs> in, in following this stuff for, tw- you know, How 25 years now.
6: How can you have a win total that low?
5: Uh. Bowling Green, ULM, UMass, UNLV, their win total is one and a half. Now, Kansas says, hold on a second here, uh, because our win total is one. One! Chris Felica's tweet. Yep. Imagine being an FBS school and having Rhode Island and Maine on your schedule and your win
6: total is one and a half. That's UMass. Yep. Oh Oh, they are atrocious. Yep. Felica did a great job breaking it down. With schedules, looking at all the win totals and, and good stuff. Who starts where. And, Bama and Clemson yeah, are yep.
5: at 11.5. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise. Uh, Ohio State and Oklahoma are at 11. Georgia, 10.5. How about North Carolina? They're at 10. And then two teams that had those magical seasons last year, Cincinnati mm-hmm. 10 and uh, Coastal Carolina. They hung a 10 up on that team. Good stories a year ago. Mm-hmm.
6: Great job, Avello.
5: I was thinking about this last night. You know, in terms of the future market, college football is by far the worst sport. Because only like two or three teams can win it every single year. Yeah,
6: absolutely. But
5: on Saturdays, man, oh man, give me 9 a.m. Pacific till midnight every single week. And Mm -hmm. I'll I'll put that up against any other sport.
6: Right. They don't let outsiders in. No. They don't want the little guy in. And then you just see where the kids kids are going to go to the same schools that are always in the playoff. So the same schools are in the playoff every year and that they keep getting the best recruiting classes uh-huh. and the, all the star players. So it's, just, it's a vicious cycle right now what's going on.
5: But this is good though, right? Late May, Paul Stone's been on twice in the last week. Explained, uh, you know, coming to town, betting games of the year. Now win totals are out. Oh, it's and- going to be right
6: there. With, with with what we do, what we have now with the calendar, with the playoffs and oh, the yeah. NBA oh, yeah. finals go till yeah. late July. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, you're going to wake up. You're going to come back after vacation. It's going to be All Star break. Okay, well, just throw, the Nets win the title. All right. Oh, preseason football Hall yep. of Fame game. Here we go. Here we go. Bam. It'll be go right into it. Yeah, it'll, exactly be, it'll be media day. It'll be media day with college football and no
5: time. Uh, can we keep this sports schedule every year moving forward? Exactly right. Where we have the NBA and the NHL going this late? Well, certainly the NBA should. And NBA every year, yeah, no question. The NHL dicey, whatever, but mm-hmm. NBA for sure. And then, yeah, because I know a lot of you know pros. Well, Paul Stone does this year-round. Brad Power, same thing. But a lot of guys really start to kick it up a notch Memorial Day weekend for the college football prep stuff. Yep. So, and then the magazines will start to that's come right.
6: out. Yeah, that's a big thing.
5: Yep. All right. So, up next, we will recap the PGA. Indy Jeff's going to join the program. Who do we bet after lefty shocked the world? Um, we'll get his rundown for top 10s, top 20s, outrights coming up next.
4: This is Brent Musburger and here is your V-CIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. The Nixon Hawks continue their playoff series today at Madison Square Garden. New York laying two against Atlanta, 2 and a half the total. Trey Young knocked down the game winner at a 107-105 victory over the Knicks in game one. Atlanta the point-and-a-half underdog, in that one win paid out, plus 105 of the money line. Jazz a nine-point favorite at home at Memphis. Philadelphia laying eight against Washington. The 76ers won the first game as an eight-point favorite but did not cover the spread. Lightning laying $1.45 today as they look to eliminate the Florida Panthers at home, six under the total. Baseball, the Phillies another 85 road favorite at Miami. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on VSIN.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games, the current odds, and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to VSIN.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis makes VSIN.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Sennett. Get the latest VSIN odds at VSIN.com. And remember... Cash and tickets is what it's all about.
7: It's time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard.
6: If you missed any part of the show or anything on the VCN schedule today, check out the free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows. Follow the money, numbers game, my guys in the desert, Lombardi line. Download uh, Beating the Book with Gil Alexander and Market Insights with Applebaum. Hardwood Handicappers, Von Tobel does a great job. And the Ron Flatter Racing Pod. They're all free and available now. Visan.com slash podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Here he comes, Indy Jeff Seeley. So damn close last week with Kepka and uh, Slippery Louie. And I know he did well with the Daily Fantasy, but so close to K.I. would have been his eighth winner with the Outrights uh, since the restart. And uh, Cutmaker Podcast at Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. He joins us now to talk a little golf. I mean, was that something? I mean, I know you were probably sick because of what you had, but then you get this incredible historic event from the old man, the fifty-year-old artifact and relic, and Mickelson winning the damn thing.
7: Guys, it, it was—it was. I think I was the only guy in America rooting for Kepka. <laughs> I mean, he, I mean, everybody was on Phil. Everyone was was you know was pulling for Phil, and it was crazy because after the first hole. When it goes, Kepka birdie, Phil bogey. I'm like, let's go, baby. Here we go. Mm-hmm. We're catching the ticket. This thing's over. I mean, you had to think that, right? Yep. It was the it was the alpha against the Phil meltdown, and it was just like you saw it coming, and then the reverse happened. And you guys think about what's so crazy, right? Is you think about like when Tiger won his big Masters, his last Masters. Who came in second? Kepka. 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 When, when, when Morikawa just won the last PGA Championship, who melted down on Sunday? Who was right there? Kepka. <laughs> I mean, you think about this. Not only is the guy has the guy won four majors, but he's got he's he's second in like three of the last five majors too. I mean, he could absolutely have seven majors right now. Uh, yeah, I know. If he can hold it together on a Sunday.
6: I know. I I, I thought it was his to win. Sunday as well. And I thought the same thing you did after the first hole. It, and not to mention, William Hill had a yes, no up with Kepka going into it. Because I, I didn't think well, Louie would be able to to get there either. Yeah. Jeff, how does he yeah. miss the putt on
5: three? Oh, God. I mean, come on.
7: Well, it, that's just lack of focus.
6: Obviously. Yeah, sure. Sure. Right. sure. I
5: mean,
7: that, that's, yeah. that's exactly what it is. And, you know, and then there's all the stuff with, I thought it was hilarious, all the stuff with his knee getting bumped in the crowd afterwards and everything. And, and, you know, I'm a biggest, big, big kept fan as there is, but that was really like sour grapes. You think about it, like how many, how many times in, in football does, does a guy play with a broken thumb or you know, or are severely injured and goes out and plays? He takes a cortisone shot and goes out and plays. Yeah, I mean, kept got knee surgery. He's, but he's playing golf. I mean, he's not like he's not getting hit by 300 pound men. It, it was just kind of, kind of funny to me um, because I, he, I'm sure we wouldn't have heard anything out had Phil like he put in the crowd on eighteen? Had he you know bogeyed and kept a birdie and goes on to win, we wouldn't have hurt anything. But well, so no, I mean it, I'm, it's it was it was super frustrating. Again, the best price you're probably ever going to get on Kept a major, right? Fifty four to one. I was going to say me? that,
5: Jeff. I was just going to say we're. N- I mean, the next time we're going to see him at fifty to one or above is probably when he's going to be Mickelson's age, right? But I will tell you this for sure: his power rating has never never <sighs> been higher in my eyes after that video leaked. Of him <laughs> when Deshanto was coming—that's one of my favorite videos in history. Oh my god, I watched it thirty times at least.
7: It was funny bitch. All of a sudden, I, I I dozed off the other night, and I woke up, and and like six people, including you, had sent me that video, and it was it was amazing. You're right. I mean, what? <laughs> it's just and, and and you know sometimes you think you think some of these these like. So his animosity is kind of hyped up just for the media, whatever. There is no question he hates Bryson.
1: Like yes. it's
7: so clear, you could just see on his face. Like that wasn't made, that wasn't trumped up. He just genuinely does not like that guy. And it's and it, and you know what? It's good for golf. Uh,
6: a lot of big names missed the cut, and uh, based on what happened this past weekend, what have you done with, if anything, with the U.S. Open coming up?
7: You know, I, I you know I haven't. I mean, I bet Kepka, Um, so I bet him early. I bet him early enough that then the prices come down. Mitch, I think you said you got him at twenty. I I bet him at twenty as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you know the prices obviously come down on Phil. He's fifty to one now or something. Um, but but it's weird, guys. Like on Phil, he remember he was first round leader a few weeks ago. Like he was seven under, I think, in his opening round a few weeks ago. Then fell apart, mm-hmm. and he you know, and he came through in this one. He's, he's played Tory Pines a billion times. Like, I mean, Phil, for, for like a top 10, top 20 bet, is probably a really good bet for the US Open. I, I don't mind that at all. Um, but I'll tell you, even more frustrating than for my, for my, my outright bet for Kepka was my DraftKings Millionaire Maker. I mean, there's 178,000 people in the Millionaire Maker. I kicked 28. Had Phil fallen apart, I was live to win the million bucks. I mean, I had uh. Kepka, where I had Reed who finished seventeenth, I had Fitzpatrick who finished twenty third, Louie, who finished second, Casey who finished fourth, and and Keegan Bradley who finished seventeenth. I mean, it was it's one of those combinations where if you get low ownership and the and the right combination of guys, you can make a run. And had Phil fallen apart, I mean, it was it was going to be a heck of a Sunday, man. Damn, I'd say.
6: Jesus. So Fitzpatrick fell apart too. He was he should finish in yeah, the he top did a ten. Little bit. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, tell so, us, great. tell us about Charles Schwab. Uh, preview this tournament and tell us about the course first to start.
7: Yeah, sure. So it, this is one. The Colonial is, is an iconic course. This is one of the longest running um, tournaments in, in the PGA Tour. It's it's not it's not super long. It's definitely an accuracy course with fast screens. Um, the, the the main defense the course has is the wind. The wind picks up. It can play very tough. Um, the, the two main things I looked at here were. R four scoring and wedge play, um, but I, I consider those the two kind of heaviest weights this week in my model. Um, and, and so, because of that, you'll you'll hear some guys that are that um, you know certainly lend themselves to that style.
5: Okay, well, let's start with the favorites, though. Guys at the top of the board who you generally generally know don't try to pick off, but I know that you like one mm-hmm. of the guys this week.
7: Yeah, I mean, you, you got to look at speed, right? I, I, I generally don't try to play the favorite, but you got to look at speed at ten to one. His track record here, combined with his current form, just make him a play I can't really ignore. I mean, you, you take a guy who's an elite putter, especially an elite bounce-back putter, and a week when he has a bad a bad week putting like he did this past week, and the following week he gains like three three strokes or more putting on the field. Um, this is his best putting surface. Of course, he knows. these going to be super tough. In his last ten tournaments, Steve has six top tens. I mean there was a, at the time not too long ago we were asking if Speeth was ever going to win a tournament again. He's got now he's got six top 10s um you know in, in in coming up coming in so I think the the forms there um he was 30th in PGA but he's got he lost a couple strokes putting I think he'll bounce back. Um I like Speeth at 10 to 1. And guys I I've never said Rio's name on the show before I don't believe but he's 40 to 1 and in general he can't putt but he absolutely jumps off the page this week. in the model is his. This is the one putting service where he actually gains strokes putting. His approach game is on fire. I mean, he is. This is crazy. He's gained over seven shots with his irons in three of the last four turns. Wow! Think about that. That is insane. Seven. That is yeah. truly on fire with your irons. Absolutely. On fire. So if he's gained if he can gain seven shots with his irons again on his best putting surface at forty to one, I mean Grio a great first round leader play at thirty five to forty to one or so. Um, he's a he's a good bet outright at forty to one, and then I bet him plus three fifty top ten. That's my best play of the week is Grio top top uh, top ten plus three fifty.
6: Okay. How about some other mid range plays?
7: Guys, I think it was Pat Mayo who came up with this nickname. How good is the nickname, the Mexican Allen Iverson, for Abraham Answer? It's the best. It is the best nickname I've ever heard. The Mexican Allen Iverson for Abraham Answer. I love the nickname. Um, he's, you know, I, I like I like Allen Abraham Answer a lot this week. Um, he's amazing nickname, and, and he's sixteen one. Can play well last week. Comes number two in my model. Answer has three straight top tens. And I see no reason why we can't get another one at, you know, uh, another one. At I really like, uh, I really like answer a lot. Again, another guy who's been hot with his irons. He's gained on approach in 13 of his last four tournaments and the average five strokes gained putting in his last three tournaments as well. So I like answer a lot. Hey guys, this is a really, really good price. We're going to get on a really good, really good golfer. That you're not going to see for a while, 28 to one on Scotty Scheffler. In Texas. I mean, that is a a Dallas number. Native, it's a, it's a really high number, guys. I mean, Dallas Native, played golf at UT, ranked up third in my model this week. His distance won't be a huge advantage, but his approach game will. I expect him to show up strong as long as he can put Scheffler 28 to 1 is a fantastic number.
6: Well, the money, Paulie, Mitch in the Sports Betting Network. Jeff Seeley, our guest, Cutmaker Podcast, the Cutmaker Jeff on Twitter. Also, subscribe to the text messaging service as well. How about Harry Higgs? Where did that come from? You got the front porch, shoot a couple long putts. Uh, he he had a great Sunday and a great weekend. Uh, you think the, uh, he could be a, a long shot? How about some other bombs you want to give out?
7: You know, I, yeah, I, 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 guys. Harry Higgs is the easiest guy to root for on the PGA Tour. I mean, he looks like he's coming out of the like the like the Tuesday night bowling league, yeah. right? <laughs> I mean, and you, and you you hear his interviews. He is like the polar opposite of Kepka. They're like, you know, they're interviewing him and they're like, how was he out there? He's like, yeah, it was really hard. I'm just happy to be alive. <laughs> so, I mean, he's so, he's just happy to be out there. He's so easy to pull forward. He looks like he's a, a star in Kingpin, not a guy on the PGA team. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I, I absolutely love Harry Higgs. Um, Tim Simons and I are, are we, 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 changed our names on Twitter. We're, we're going to be, uh, we're going to be, um, striking our own our own uh, cause to get try to get Harry Higgs some of that 40 million dollar player pool or whatever that <laughs> the top end the top end pool of the PGA tour we need to get Harry Higgs some of that money so uh, yeah we, I love Harry Higgs very easy to root for and guys he's playing well um, again I like him a lot as a top 20 or first round leader bet um, he played college golf at SMU actually with Bryson so uh, 100 to one Harry Higgs is worth a flyer. Um, Patton Kazire, another guy you can play top 20 at 3-1 to one or so um, I bet him in 100-1 to one for a little money, and then Harold Varner, uh, guy, another guy when his irons get hot, um, he, he struggles putting a lot of times, but again, a guy with his irons are dialed in Harold Varner's good play 90-1, uh, to one, really good first-round leader, top 20 play I like him a lot, and, and yeah so all three of those guys, Kazire Higgs, and, and, and Varner I think top 20's first-round leader and then if you want to put a little money on it outright, they're they're fun as well.
5: Very good. Okay, let's close with a couple of matchups that you like then.
7: Yeah, guys, I played Joaquin Neiman, where I haven't talked about this week. But again, um, Irons, they're going to be critical here. I played him at minus 120 over Sun J.M. And then Charlie Hoffman's a Texas guy. Um, I, I think he'll, he'll perform well this week. I played him over here in Woodland.
5: Follow him on Twitter. He is at Cutmaker Jeff. And again, you can sign up and uh, go subscribe to the podcast as well, mm-hmm. the Cutmaker Podcast. Good to talk to you again, pal. So close with Kepka, Kepka again uh, last week. Good luck uh, coming up here this weekend.
7: All right, fellas, we'll talk to you soon.
5: Be good. There him. you go. Jeff Seely with us.
6: Phil's 85 to 1. He's gonna play. Good for him. He'll be out there. <laughs> can he do it again? They put up an 85 to one on him. He's huh? 85 to 1.
5: I mean, if ever yeah. uh, anybody <laughs> in history was due for a letdown,
6: <laughs> right? And just miss the cut, yeah. Yeah. And go home. I think uh, yeah,
5: everybody'd be okay with that.
6: Because 150 to one here.
5: He is 150, huh? Yeah. Chaparron, I saw Higgs at 125 to one. Uh huh. And he's right. That's a good number in Scotty Scheffler. I mean, his number has been coming down in uh, these tournaments with a lot of big names over the last, you know, handful of months and 28 to one this week. And like Jeff said, he normally doesn't pick off a guy at the very top of the board, it's not really his style. But Jordan Speth, he likes a lot this week. And he talked about Griot as well, how his numbers and his model just completely jump off the page. And he said his best bet, if you couldn't catch him there, his best bet of the week is uh, plus 350 Griot to finish top 10 at the Schwab. Jumps off the page.
6: Yeah. jump the model. Okay. All right. Let's do it.
5: Well, I know this. I mean, last week was a lot of fun. The the U.S. Open, again, is only a couple of weeks away. And that's at Torrey Pines. So we're going to have West Coast Major Golf on a weekend again which is great because that'll go all day long, right? Yeah. It'll go all, all night. I think it was last year when we had the one in uh, Harding Park in San Francisco. We're warning people on the East Coast, like, remember, we don't get majors on the West Coast all the time. Mm-hmm. So that means that, like, Friday, Saturday night, we're going to have primetime golf. And they're like, no, we're not. What are you talking about? And we had golf until, like, 10 o'clock Eastern time.
6: Did you miss the Open Championship last year? Well, of course I, it, yeah. I did. Humans
5: love them. He's, that's, did that's, that's comes I on humans, at midnight.
6: Yeah, that's uh, his favorite, like, event of the entire year. Yep. It's so
5: good. Well, how can you not? I mean, starts at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, midnight out here, 2 o'clock in the morning, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, weather always a factor. But yeah. it wasn't a refreshing, though, last week. Pretty much every shot, bam. What do you want to That's watch? That's right.
6: That was beautiful. Everything
5: is on, you know.
6: I know. I know. FTM from, at... From 7 to 4. Yep.
5: Yep. FTM at VSYN.com is the email. FTM at VSYN.com. on Twitter as well. At VSYN Live. At Mitch Moss Radio. At Paulie Howard. We got a ton of feedback yesterday, by the way, on uh, the top... Dr- and John Lee corrected it. He said when he sent that original list it was top NHL drinking mm-hmm. cities in Canada. Mm-hmm. And I did a lot of research, talked to a lot of people who sent in emails. I watched YouTube clips yesterday. Yeah. I'm I am convinced that you pronounce the region or the island <laughs> Newfoundland. Okay. You pronounce land. It's not Lind or Lund. It's Newfoundland.
6: All right. We go. We and a if, lot of tweets. If, if
5: I'm wrong, <laughs> then that means that the people I went—I went, and I went right. back and forth with a lot of emailers, emailers yesterday from that area, and I watched a freaking YouTube video for like—it was a two-minute video. I watched it like three times. Good I got to get the pronunciation down. That's here. research. Good for you. So, yeah. Uh, this will be fun. Uh, great job here again. They already posted first coach fired in the NFL. Love this kind of stuff. And uh, odds are up. All the names are up. We'll run down the list of names and the numbers and maybe throw out a couple of names. Keep your eye on her, you know, to maybe place a bet on at this point of the summer. First coach-fired numbers next year. Follow the money. V-CIN, the sports Betting Network.
6: Exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options. BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown book. Valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Play SugarHouse.com in Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLING. This is fun. This is fun already. They put this up. Offshore, first coach to be fired. McCarthy, the favorite. Isn't that something? Yeah. Well, Jerry doesn't like to admit a mistake, and billionaires don't like to admit a, admit a mistake. Correct. So that would be, uh, they would the wheels really would have to come off for that to happen. All right, Nagy's the third choice. I mean, at some point, they have to put Fields in there. And I know he's on the hot seat, but are you oh, going to whack him for, if Fields struggles and Dalton doesn't get the job done? I mean, that's, I don't, the guy I'm looking at, is Kingsbury at twelve to one? That's the guy. We never even discussed this.
5: I thought I actually kind of wrote down in my notes. I think Paul's going to go with Kingsbury. Yeah, yeah.
6: Tell us why. Well, you make these moves in the offseason. You get Green. You get what? You have expectations. You're in a tough division. It's a perfect storm. You can still finish in last place. Mm-hmm. And as I understand it, he wanted Murray and went to bat for Murray. Sure. So I think it could be. Well, your offense isn't. You're not. You're not doing things. We thought you were with this innovative offense, and get off to a slow start. Wheels come off, offenses. Yeah, Mm. I would look at Kingsbury at twelve to one. Frank Reich twenty-five to one. Yeah, I just think they're going to win games on the division. So bad. I mean, even if Wentz struggles, but but I mean that's the thing, though. If
5: they struggle in that bad division, yeah, okay, yeah.
6: You know, I mean that's the angle
5: you kind of got to look at this kind of this stuff with.
6: How how about biting kneecaps? How about the dude? Could it be so bad with some of these (sighs) press conferences? And it's not having his team prepared that they could abort. It's tough for me to place a bet on a first year coach. Yeah, it's me too.
5: Because Collie's on the list. He's sixteen to one. That's that's I think rule, that's ridiculous, rule's sixteen. Uh, that, they had no chance, would I bet that? No. Absolutely. I wouldn't bet rule at 160 to one.
6: Gruden's ten, Zimmer's eleven.
5: Okay. Now we're talking. Now you hit my sweet spot here. All right. I think Mike Zimmer can be the first coach fired. I actually like Mike Zimmer. And I think the Vikings' roster is pretty decent again this year, right? Especially if Rodgers doesn't come back. Yep. They can win that division. But let's just just play ball with me here for a second. All right, Their schedule before the bye, I would argue, is the easiest part of their entire schedule. The first seven games at Cincinnati, at Arizona, they come back home to get Seattle, Cleveland, and Detroit before they play at Carolina. Sorry, first six games of the season. Then they get their bye week. But let's say they lose like some of those games out of the gates. Let's say they split on the road. They could lose both those games, by the way, on the road at Cincinnati, Arizona. They come back, they lose to Cleveland at home. They could lose to Seattle at home. And then after the bye, think about this. It's, you know, you're seven, eight weeks into the season. I doubt anybody's going to be fired at that point. After the bye week, they get Dallas at home, at Baltimore, at the Chargers, Green Bay at San Francisco. If this team gets out of the yeah. gates and they have you know two or three wins and we're talking about December, I can absolutely see Mike Zimmer getting the X. All right, like enough's enough. Can't do it anymore. You know we've wasted because uh, let, let's be honest here, Paul. They've had a good team now for quite a while with him, and they really you know what a win here in the playoffs uh, that was against the Saints.
6: Remember That's, they remember they had a win and end situation against the Bears and the Bears they have nothing to play. They have anything do to play for yeah. That was bad.
5: So he's the guy that I would target. I would also, on the flip side, it's their week one opponent. Is Zach Taylor a good coach?
6: Well, yeah.
5: I know that Burrow went down with the injury last year and he was taking over a mess in Cincinnati. I would still argue the guy never deserved the job in the first place. Yeah,
6: that's fair. Yeah.
5: But you might be onto something with Kingsbury. I could see them getting a little uh, restless down in the desert.
6: I don't don't think Gruen should be the fourth choice. I know the pressure's on because Del Rio did a good job and took him to the playoffs. You know, they had the bad break with the car injury yep. late in the season, but he's got that 10-year contract. It, it feels like he's still I pretty know. safe. I know. Yep.
5: Like, the relationship there with the owner and Gruden is okay. Um, Vrabel is 16-1. to A lot of people down on Tennessee this year, though. Yep. Yeah, Lafleur is 20-1. to I, I can't see that happening. I mean, if Rogers goes bye-bye, I, he, he'll automatically catch a break mm-hmm, for probably the mm-hmm. next couple of years. And Brian Flores is 25 to 1? Nah.
6: Did they where, where's be, they even throw Belich where's Belichick? Last oh, I'm sure he's on the list. I think every coach that, is on the list. Put that, yeah. I didn't I didn't see where Belichick was. He's got to be the last guy on there. I mean, it's, it's, I, sorry, going. Bill. We got, <laughs> What have you done for me lately?
5: Um yeah. I don't have it right now. Well we'll get that yeah. before the end of the show here. No, I think because all thirty two coaches were listed. So they're going to have a huge number on him, obviously. Uh, follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. We can uh, recap a little of uh, Tuesday's NBA action, tonight's card as well, coming up next here on VSIN. We are live from the OddsTrader.com studio at Circa Resort and Casino, OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You're going to get in-game tracking tools. You can compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses, all at OddsTrader.com. By the way, we were talking about the first coach fired this year in the NFL. You wanted to know where Belichick is at on the odds board. He's 250 to 1. He's not the longest shot on the board. Come on. Stefanski? No, he's 100 to 1. Who is it? Andy Reed. Andy Reed. All 500 oh, to 1. Andy Reed. Actually, Bruce Arians is 250 to 1. Okay. Tied with Belichick.
6: Yeah, that'd be another one. Right.
5: McDermott is 100 to 1. And the Eagles guy, Sirianni, is 50 to 1. But again, first year coach. It would
6: really have to go sideways. Oh, Campbell's it got, 33. Yeah. At the end of the season, okay, we've seen that. We've seen We've seen coaches one and done. Yeah, first yeah, coach yeah. fired that. That means that's going to happen during the season at some point. How bad do you have to oh, be? Oh God! Actually, I thought Freddie
5: Kitchens, the year they took over yeah, for Hugh Jackson, sure. should have been fired during the season.
6: Sure. Yep. Yep. Tonight, three games on ice, elimination games, all game sixes. It'll be rocking on Long Island. They haven't clinched at home on uh, at, in Lassau Coliseum since 1993. They've upped it to 90, I think 9500 in that range. What it's going to look like. I love what they said last night on the broadcast, Pierre. Well, they're telling us 12,000 in Carolina. Wink, wink. I mean, just make it up. Well, There's no way there were 12,000 in that Carolina. That, that's exactly what I said earlier yeah. in the week, right? Yeah, that's right. They're, they're, it's backwards now. They right.
5: always used to lie about, well, we got 14,000 tonight to make it look good. Uh, no, you didn't. You had like mm-hmm. nine. Mm-hmm. Now they're saying we have 12. You had like 16.
6: Yep. Dollar ten, five and a half the total. Islanders can close them out. Penguins dominated game four. Sorokin. They found something here with this guy. Not Varlamov. Sorokin's been great. But you're right. You can't sustain this. He's his 950 save percentage on high danger chances. Everything's going his way. And the Islanders, even though outshot 20-4 to in the second period and what happened in the game, getting that gift in overtime with Bailey with the Jari giveaway. And we'll see where his head's at as well. But uh, I just I love the props and what DraftKings has up here with all the stuff you can bet in the player props and Crosby is plus 950 to score a goal for oh, excuse me first goal and last goal plus 160 anytime Carter's 12 to 1 12 to 1 and 2 to 1 you can bet shots on goal you can bet will both teams score in the first period second period third period team totals everything i can i can't believe the menu here with all these games huge oh it's great every single game yeah, but I like the Islanders. I think they close them Me out. You really? I really do. I think we're on
5: opposite sides here today.
6: You think the Penguins get it? Really? I, they I, game I 7. They win, yeah. Oh
5: god. They can. Hot goalie. On fire. I know, but like you said, all those numbers kind of suggest that uh, the Penguins are going to get a couple by right. him tonight. Yeah. That's tough, man. I mean, as you know, Paul, El Bundy here on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Going absolutely. back. The greatness eventually like erodes. <clears throat> Even though like your stellar well, run was what, 2 years long? 3 years? Two months. Oh, two months. Two months. That oh, was Jesus. it. My junior
6: year. Yeah, and I discovered you, you t- alcohol.
5: That was it. Well, you talk about this every single day of the show, <laughs> and it's, it was a
6: two month run. Ah, a couple boy, months. boy, we, we've okay. Couple <laughs> months. Right. Islanders twenty one four and three at home. Okay, but they did lose that game three. But that was on Varlamov, where you know the Islanders have been scoring in this series. So I think they're going to score again tonight and take them out. Okay. Pup- Power play, too. We'll see that. Special teams can play a big role tonight in all these games. How about the Tampa game? They're, they're number two in the in power play in the playoffs. Florida's number three. I like goal in the first ten. And Tampa's saying all the right things about will respond and we'll come out with more energy. And we'll, what you scored the first goal, admit it in. But we'll see what happens now with the 20-year-old Spencer Knight, what he does. And he's 4-0 and on the season. But you got to come right back with him after he had 36 saves in the win the other night. Tampa number one. Four point three three goals per game against Florida, and 42-17 run as a home favorite. Gotta like Tampa to close it out. Okay, gotta like Tampa. Here, here's the thing: where do you think this number goes today?
5: Because there is a lot of respect yeah. now for Florida in the better sure, market, there is. right? Yeah. In this series, I mean, Tampa Bay is power rated as one of the best teams, obviously in the NHL—not the best, but one of—and you know, Florida easily could be up three games to two in the series. They could have mm-hmm. taken Game One, they didn't. Lightning continue to go up today, or I mean, sharp betters on plus one twenty eight, plus one thirty, driving it down.
6: Bet against the twenty year old on the road, tough environment now. Can he keep this up? He was great in I game mean, last game. Could he do it again? It's, I, I don't know. I think they, maybe betters are looking at that angle too. Take Tampa. What do you think? I, I mean, I could
5: against this team again. You're thrown into the fire. Yes. First time it's okay. You don't really have a lot of time to think about it. So you go out there and you just play, and now you have two days to think about it.
6: i got to go out there again and take on this unit? That can get in your head. <laughs> I, I, yeah, right. I don't know what kind of kid he is either. Could be reading his press clippings. Yeah. That, right. That's another thing. I don't know. Again, he looks like he's 14. But that's I, – I can't imagine. Imagine what you were doing at 20. He's trying to beat the defend, defending champs here on the road yeah. in an elimination game. I got close. But... Get that? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. And then the Knights, I mean, this has been the wacky series too. The road team's 4-1. and one. Minnesota, 21-5-2 and two at home. So are the Knights. And the Knights have this great record when scoring first, but they did it in the last game, and then uh, bam, 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 three quick ones by the Wild. Vegas outshot the Wild 23 to one in the second period, but it was still only still they trailed 3-2 going into the third period and, and got beat. Their power play's atrocious; they're two of 13 in the playoffs. But Minnesota's got the offer, but Vegas had the number one penalty kill as well. So we'll see how I think Flurry responds as well. I think you'll get a big game out of Flurry and a bounce back. But this has been a weird series. That doesn't typically happen to him, where it goes bang, no. bang, bang like that. No, four four goals on 14 shots. Yeah, no, right, no.
5: right. But this can, and I mean, I'm with you. I think VGK, uh, home ice has meant nothing in this series. Absolutely nothing. So I think they get it done tonight. But if they don't put the uh, hammer down in this game and the wild win, that team is going to be so tight in game seven with their recent history here now ever since the expansion season, that uh, at that point, I would actually probably like the Wild in a Game 7 to come here and win.
6: Mm-hmm. Well, Vegas has blown a 3-1 series lead before. How about this? To win by shutout. Penguins 10-1, to Islanders 10-1. to And you have home team total goals from over 1.5 to over 3.5 and away team total goals all the way down uh, period 1, 2, and 3. How many games right, go to overtime that.
5: tonight? Yeah, you right. Again, betting that, strictly, just buddy, That's pe- right. betting overtime every single game in the playoffs. You're up like 19 units right now. And we have three games on the board tonight. I mean, if two go to overtime, although these numbers keep coming down a little bit, we saw a plus 290 on the board, I think, last mm-hmm. night. And uh, they were like, some of them were pushing $4 before the playoffs actually started. We'll talk some uh, props coming up next here on Vsin, Follow the Money, Mitch Moss, Paulie Howard, live in Las Vegas. Uh, Doug Kralstein's going to join the program. We'll go over uh, what he likes tonight in the NBA, and if he has a pitching prop that stands out to him today as well. That's coming up next. Sign up today for the DraftKings Sportsbook and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is download the app, sign up using promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters. DraftKings, you can bet on it if you or someone you know has a gambling problem. Prices, counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for full terms. And conditions. Let's talk talk some uh, player props now, shall we, as uh, Doug Kralstein joins the program. Contributor at pixwise.com and he's uh, on Twitter at PropBetGuy. Doug, good morning. Good to talk to you again. How are you?
9: Hey, guys. Good morning. Thanks for having me.
5: You got it. I want to begin with this. Are you ever willing to, w- with these props, lay some like pretty decent chalk? And the example would be, like from last night, I noticed that Kemba Walker's made three-pointers. It was four-and-a-half the over was, like, plus 140. The under was, I think, minus 190 in that range. But I went back and looked at his entire game log, Doug, and mm. he made five plus three-pointers only eight times on the entire year. He I didn't bet it, but he made zero threes last night. That one stood, off to me, stood out to me. Like, he's got to make five threes? Really, tonight? But do you ever, like, lay some decent chalk with these props at all?
9: Um yeah, you know I will if there's value in it, like like something like that, I didn't catch that. that's a great catch. Um, you know if if it's something that just really isn't part of the norm for for what the guy's been doing, you know over the course of the season, um, and the price is, is relatively reasonable. you know, i I don't think I'll ever go go anything higher than minus two hundred. but mm-hmm. um if there's something if there's something I like, yeah, you know, I might have to pay a price for it, especially when you're talking numbers. You know that low, something like three point five, four point five, five point five. It happens with strikeouts all the time.
6: Yeah. Okay. Uh, how about how how confident do you feel if things are different between the postseason and the regular season? You're not supposed to get a lot of randomness, right? But we've had that early on. We're getting blowouts and injuries.
9: <laughs> yeah. It's uh, the postseason so far has been basically an extension of what we saw in the regular season. Uh, I think that the tides will turn. Uh, I think games will stay closer. The first round is always a little hit or miss. I mean, you know, some of these teams are mismatched. We saw it last night. Mm -hmm. I mean, when the Nets are healthy, they are just miles better than this Celtics team who are banged up without Jalen Brown. Um, You know, I expect as the playoffs, you know, chug on, we should see the majority of the games being much closer and and players, you know, the star players playing just a ton of minutes.
5: I noticed tonight that uh, Ben Simmons to make a three is plus eight fifty. <laughs> he's three of ten on the year, I believe, overall. My God. What, what what would you need to to bet Ben Simmons to make a three? Twenty to one?
9: Yeah. I think in the playoffs, I don't think he's you know he's gonna he's gonna try anything. You know, there's been so much talk about him trying to make a three all year and, and yes, he's made he's made a few, but I you know, he's like you said, ten attempts in across seventy games. I don't know if he's going to be trying anything new in the playoffs.
5: Yeah, We should get another good game tonight um, with the Hawks and the Knicks. There's a player prop that you like in this game. Tell us who you like and why.
9: Yeah, so I really like Derek Rose tonight. Um, I I like the combination line, over 26.5 points, rebounds, and assists. He doesn't start, but that just seems kind of ceremonial that they start Alfred Payton at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. Payton played eight minutes. Rose played 37 minutes last game. We know Thibodeau loves to ride his guys. Rose is 100% one of them. Um, Rose saw nice usage. Um, all the numbers across the board for him um, were on par with what he produced in the regular season, but including the minutes uptick. So, I, I, you know, 26 and a half, it's a number he's gone over 11 of the last 12 times. He's only gotten 26 minutes. I think he's on pace again for a 35 minute night um, as Thibodeau continues to ride him. So, He's a guy who's over. I'm targeting, and, and he's a guy who played well. Um, there's a few guys on the next who didn't play well. I think they're going to
6: mm-hmm.
9: change a little bit what they do schematically
6: and 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 ride what worked from game one. Yeah, good observation too. I mean, this this can't continue with Peyton either. I mean, it just don't it don't even bother putting him out there. Uh, how, how about how about go? <laughs> how about what do you want to do with uh, one of the Utah Jazz players?
9: Yeah, I like I like Rudy Gobert tonight. Um, over twenty eight and a half points, rebounds, and assists for him. He was on track to hit this. He had 26 in game one, but he was played with foul trouble. He only played 26 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, He was plus nine in those 26 minutes, and then Favors, who's his backup, but no no fault of his own. He actually had a nice game, but uh, Favors was minus 11, I believe, on the night in just... Um, 22 minutes. So I think they ride Gobert tonight. He only got 30 minutes per game in the regular season. I think he's going to get back up to 34, and and with that minute production, this number is just a little too low for him. Um, Memphis doesn't defend the pick and roll roll man very well, and that's you know kind of Gobert's bread and butter. I know Mitchell's back. Um, I do see a lot of focus mm-hmm. by the Grizzlies on him and Conley and Bogdanovich. Um, so I think Gobert should have a few opportunities tonight to, to put the ball in the basket and, and just grab a ton of rebounds.
5: Good breakdown. Follow the money here on v the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, Doug Kralstein, contributor to PicksWise.com. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at PropBetGuy. Do you ever get involved in sides, totals, or in-play betting? Or are you disciplined enough to, like, keep it to the props all the time?
9: Um, I will play things from time to time, but I really, you know, my system works you know, my, my prop system has been, has been good to me, um, so I, I try not to deviate from the norm. Um, occasionally, if I'm watching a game and I'm seeing something, I'll monitor the lines. Um, if it, and if I'm seeing something of value, I'll, I'll put some money on it. But um, nothing too crazy, nothing, nothing compared to what I put on with props. Got you. Okay,
5: okay. H- how about in baseball yeah. today? I know it's early again when we talk to you on the show. Like, uh, Maybe some of these spots won't even have K-Props out at this point, but did you see anything maybe last night, or have you seen anything this morning that caught your eye?
9: Yeah, yeah. No, I wish I had some concrete spots for you guys. It's been a slow morning with uh, with these books again. Um, I do like German Marquez on uh, Colorado um, playing the Mets today at City Field. Yeah, the Mets, it's it's like you know, every time it, it, these days when you look at their lineup, it's just who are these guys? Uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. seen, you know, their their owner is tweeting out, "Hey, can anyone come play for us?" <laughs> you know, jokingly, obviously, yeah. but yeah. maybe not so much jokingly. Um, but you know, Marquez has looked good. He's 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 it's over five and a half strikeouts. Um, he's hit that line in his last three six of ten on the year. Uh, the Mets with their depleted lineup have been swinging and missing a lot. You know, Marquez is is a little mercurial, but it's not at course field, which should help. Um, it's a weak Mets lineup should help keep him in the game and He's been generating a good amount of swings and miss lately. So right now I'm seeing that offshore at like minus 145. It's a little too high for me. So I'm going to monitor it as it comes on uh, more and more domestic books today.
5: Very good. Again, follow Doug on yeah. Twitter. He is that prop, bet guy. Great follow on Twitter. And uh, Doug, good to talk to you again today. Good luck tonight. Thanks so much for the time.
9: Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Appreciate thanks, it. Too.
5: Thanks,
6: Doug. Props tonight. The Philly game. Points, Simmons 13 and a half. Green 10 and a half. Beal 30 and a half. Harris 22 and a half. Westbrook 22 and a half. Embiid 30. They're not going to have an answer for Embiid all series. Uh, and he was fantastic in Game 1.
5: I mean, he and by the way, like, he was sitting right away in the first quarter, and he still had 30 mm-hmm. points. Only had six rebounds, though. And his uh, rebounding prop tonight is 11 and a half. Points prop, 32 and a half. but I think you're right. I mean, he can pretty much get whatever he wants down low uh, in this matchup. The Westbrook props now. Yeah. They're down. Now, yeah. they still expect him to get a triple-double. For example, his points are 22.5, rebound sitting at 10.5, and the assists are at 11.5. He had 16.5 and 14 in game one, and no triple-double. But the triple-double tonight now is at 113 both ways on the yes-no. Like, in the play-in games, and late in the regular season, he was getting it so often, he was at minus four seventy minus $5, I think, at some spots to get a triple-double. And Remember that? We were laughing because... Yep. Yep. Like for Westbrook to get twelve rebounds was minus eight dollars, and his standard rebound and assist props were like fourteen and a half, or in that range, late. And so now I don't. You want to call this a discount on Westbrook because he didn't have a great game one? I thought the Sixers uh, did a good job on him actually.
6: Yes. Embiid's two thirty to get a double double. Westbrook six seventy to get a double double. Simmons plus one ten. Harris plus three twenty five. The other thing is, what do you do with Harris? Twenty two and a half, and he went off in game one. He did. And it was much of it was in the first half, which I don't know. Again, I don't know if that's a good thing. You saw that with Kawhi Leonard. Too many guys standing around, and then you you look and it's one on one hero ball. Which I mean, I know the guy's on fire, but then the other guys are looking around like, you know, what gives? Mm -hmm. Kawhi did that with 30 points in the first half. Harris went off. It was someone else who did it too. I can't remember. Um, But and also, go ahead.
5: Like Harris is a really nice player. I don't want to take anything away from him. And in fact, really nice might be. Um, selling him a little bit short. But for him to have a repeat game of what he did in game one, that's asking quite a bit. Like, I, w- I would, I think that he comes back to the pack tonight, and I don't know how many points Simmons is going to score, but oh. for his double double to be plus 110 when he had 15 uh, rebounds and assists in game one, I think Simmons' double double can, at plus 110, is actually a pretty good bet. What do you want? The Hachimura number, yeah. I wanted it to be a little bit higher because he only scored 12 in game one and he wasn't really that effective. And they, they had a 13-and-a-half, I believe, on it, and I liked it under in that game. But 12-and-a-half now is, with that shift, i got
6: to stay away. How about with some of the Knicks props? Randall struggled big time in game one, 25-and-a-half. Bogdanovich, he had 18, he's 17-and-a-half. I like Collins over 15-and-a-half. Um, Hunter's nine and a half. Barrett's 17-and-a-half, and, and Trey Young's 25-and-a-half. I'm, I'm with you and other people. What, what, how, how's he getting all these calls already? In the garden, on I, I, the road, yeah, he's getting these calls. Yeah.
5: I have the Hawks to win the series, and I thought yeah. to myself, "Wait a second, here. What am I watching? Uh, I did not care for that down the stretch. They're going to be all
6: over him tonight.
5: All over the fans. I'm. Mean. Oh, the fans are going to. He's cursing at the they're, fans. They're going yeah. to kill him. And all. Yeah. He said that on national <laughs> TV. In that, in that, he didn't swear, but he was like, "F bomb this up. You know, I, I love that. I embrace that. Whatever. I haven't arrived until I hear that. That's what he said on. I think it was whatever network he was on for the game. Huh. In the post-game interview, I'm like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But his uh, points, rebounds, and assists tonight is 40 and a half. In game one, he had 32,
6: 7, and 10. You're right, too. It's a good good sweat for these awards because they're not the – TNTs not just okay, here we go. Right. We're giving away another award. What are we doing today? Sixth man, most improved. What are they doing with the coach? Monty Williams, the Suns are already at two home games. Yeah. I mean, you think they do it when the team's at home as well with kind of, all right, give them the big ovation. And I don't think Snyder gets it.
5: So I don't tonight, either, no. if, if Tibbs wins, tonight would be a great night That's to right. give him the award. That's right. I would love that yep. to come out of nowhere. Uh, in the next hour, Dennis Bernstein on the program. Um, do we need to discuss this team more in the NHL in terms of winning the Cup?